Welcome to Fielding Questions, a podcast produced in collaboration between Ag Country Farm Credit Services and the Red River Farm Network that explores the world of farm finance and rural life. Our guest today, Rob Froning, Vice President of Insurance and Commodity Marketing with Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Rob, welcome. The sun is shining here as we're recording this. Uh, spring field work starting in some areas and slowly working its way northward or wherever things are drying out. Yeah, as I've been uh, in my travels here uh, up and down the valley and stuff, uh, we definitely seen some tractors move, um, seeing some seed going in the ground, love to see the sunshine. Uh, as much as we don't like the wind, the wind has helped dry some things out. We uh, get a little calmer weather here now, and the dust isn't blowing quite as bad, but we uh, are certainly getting some crop in the ground, which is always fun to see this time of year, and we know in a few weeks hopefully these uh, black fields will be turning green. Tell you what, it was amazing how quick this thing's kind of gray off, and e- like even the township roads, how dusty they are already. Yeah, it, it is amazing. I uh, happened to see, you know, it was what, just uh, two weeks ago we were plowing snow, or a little over two weeks ago we were moving snow. So um, to, to see that, and go from that to what we got here today, and, and, and like I said, the crop going in, some dust is flying, um, it's, it's fun to see. Yeah, that and the dichotomy of uh, being able to see tractors in the field, but at the same time, you got snow in the in the hedgerows and in the groves. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I made a quick trip down uh, south to Omaha and going through South Dakota. Even uh, you seen the snow in in the distance in the trees and in the ditches, and then you seen the tractor in front of it going to, going to, going to town planting planting putting fertilizer down. So it's uh, this time of year moves really fast. Yeah. Are we, there, is, is there some crop insurance things that we need to be aware of here as we're in the field here? You know, we get into the planting season and, the, and of course, the two common uh, concerns when it comes to crop insurance is, am I going to get the crop planted as far as prevent plant? Again, two weeks ago, we saw snow on the ground, so we were a little bit nervous. Uh, as it dried up here and we're getting in, we're not as concerned. There's still going to be some pockets probably that uh, if we get a, a shower here or there that could create some prevent plant issues. We just need to... Uh, Watch those final plant dates come the uh, end of May and into June based on the crop and the county that we're in. Make sure we're talking to our crop insurance agent if, if there is some of that. The other thing is sometimes, uh, you know, replants. I mean, sometimes the, the ground can crust over and we can't bust through it and we're going to have to go back and put another crop in uh, over the top. Uh, crop insurance covers a replant as well. So those are just some concerns that if you're going to do, you know, some of that, make sure you're talking to your agent. And like I said, the dates vary by crop, by county, so just make sure wherever you are, you're talking to your agent and uh, taking care of that if you need it. Yeah, do we need to be thinking about hail insurance yet or not? Absolutely. I mean, uh, hail insurance costs the same if you put it on in uh, May or if you put it on in August. So just as we'll get that, we have had a few little hail storms, ironically, here uh, this this spring already, and it's not enough to cause damage because there's nothing uh, exposed. But uh, some early hailstorms can also cause you to have to replant, and there's uh, replant uh, provisions on your hail coverage as well. So definitely encourage uh, people to talk to their agents, get their hail taken care of. You know, most people buy it every single year anyway, so we just as well uh, get that taken care of so you don't have to worry about it, and you can uh, focus on getting this crop in the ground and taken care of, and it's covered uh, when those uh, thunderheads roll over, roll, roll by here the uh, end of May or into June. The last time we talked with you, you talked a little bit about livestock insurance. Is that something we still need to be aware of, too? We do. I mean, livestock has had a good, long, strong, you know, good, good, strong run here lately. Um, the last couple of days, we've uh, seen some softening in that. And, you know, livestock insurance uh, has really adapted and changed to be a lot more favorable for our producers. And uh, we've just seen a, a, a huge increase in uh, uh, attention paid to that and, and people looking at it and, 
you know, basically crop insurance or the livestock insurance puts a floor on your prices. And for those guys, I know a lot of people are still calving. Um, some maybe are thinking about wrapping up or getting close to it. But uh, if you're looking at selling some feeders in the fall, those those markets have softened the last few days. And I'm not saying uh, we've reached the top and are headed down, but uh, we're still at a pretty nice price. And if we can put some floors uh, in place to protect those guys, just in case we do turn around and ride this thing down, they're they're protected. So definitely encourage people to uh, reach out and, and make a call to your ag country agent and talk about the LRP livestock risk protection um, and uh, maybe help protect yourself should uh, should this market fall apart. I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't. I hope we stay strong. Uh, the best insurance never pays a premium because that means we got good prices and good production and we're doing good. So hopefully that's the case, but it's there in case you need it. Yeah, still time to get signed up for that? Absolutely. You can you can definitely get signed up for that anytime uh, the market trades. is Basically, uh, we can write an endorsement. So uh, if you don't have your policy in place, the, the key is to get your application and policy in place first. Premium is never generated until you you make an endorsement request and actually lock in a price. So uh, I encourage a lot of guys that the timing of that is very unique. It has to be after the market closes the and before the market opens the next day. So it's really an evening into early morning process. And so I definitely encourage people to talk to their A-country agent, get that policy in place first. And then uh, when you want to lock in an endorsement, just a matter of giving them a call and they can uh, punch it in quick, get a signature, and, and you'll be protected. All right. Speaking of markets, let's uh, switch gears here. Talk about grains here a bit uh, before we uh, wrap things up. Uh, we've seen a, a just a volatile, wild, choppy market. We we have, and and again, uh, the last last uh, few weeks has been really tough. Um, in the last couple of days, uh, even even more so in some of these markets. Hopefully, we've leveled off here now. Um, you know, looking at some of the corn and soybean markets, I think that we've. Uh, probably hopefully again leveled off and, and can stay here it's trading it's trading the weather um it's you know our, our weather has started to straighten up a little bit and a lot of like we just got done talking about crops going in the ground two weeks ago snow the weather was you know the market was concerned what's what's really going to happen in this planting season now that the seeds are going in they kind of realize what's going to happen we're going to get a crop planted so uh, it is trading that a little bit. Uh, obviously, other things are influencing it, whether it's the, the war in Russia and Ukraine. That seems to be uh, getting more intense as well. Some things are happening there. Uh, I was reading something this morning talking about the, the springtime session is uh, increasing on the war uh, in Ukraine and Russia. Well, that's because uh, their snow is disappearing, too, and they can be more mobile and, and get around. So that obviously will influence the market. The the black seed uh, deal, you know, I don't know where that's going to end up, but uh, every time we talk about negotiations, it's going to be good or bad for the market, depending on what those negotiations are and what the, what direction they're headed. But uh, there's, you know, with volatility, I always say there's opportunity. And, and I've always talked about this time of year through July, you have to watch these markets because a lot of times we put in our high in our, our harvest month um, futures, for whether it's corn or soybeans, a lot of times we hit these highs somewhere between uh, now and July, and uh, guys are busy farming and, and planting, but they really also should probably have some orders in just in case some of their triggers get hit and we get some short little rallies, whether it's overnight or, or during the day, have those orders in so they can possibly get hit and placed. I was just going to say that. It's nice to have those orders put in because like, we're busy and not paying attention to it, and who knows, we could get a wild spike here for 10 minutes, and if you've got an order in place, you, you'd get it filled. Absolutely, that's that is key. This this time of year, you just never know when that's uh, something's going to trigger, and all of a sudden, we're going to get that ten minute or uh, or hour rally or whatever it might be. And again, whether it's overnight or during the day, you never know when it's going to hit. 
So I always encourage people, you know, have an order in place that works for them and their operation. You know, hopefully it's above your break even and you're making money. If you end up locking in the sale that's profitable, you don't go broke making money. So um, just know what those costs are for you and your operation, what your break-evens are, and so uh, hopefully you can get some orders in place above that and they get triggered in place. It would be a great day. Now we've got a supply-demand report, the main one coming up next Friday. Uh, anything in particular on that one? You know, nothing, nothing specific. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, May reports aren't, uh, you know, Real exciting. They're they're again watching the weather and watching some uh, planting progress and, and stuff like that. It's more what the market's watching. But uh, we may get surprised. Uh, I don't know of anything specific that I'm 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 waiting for in that that one other than uh, the next year's first projections. I believe come out in the May report, if I'm not mistaken. So for the the 23 crop and and supply and demand will come out for the first time. So sometimes that can uh, bounce the market one way or the other as well. Yeah. So in the meantime, is there, there's not a lot of risk premium in this market, is there? I, I don't think so. I don't I don't think we have a, a lot in this market right now. But, uh, um, again, we'll, we'll wait and see what some of these reports say but and what the weather might do. But, you know, right now we still have the potential for a full crop. There's, there's not uh, a couple weeks ago we were trading saying, hey, we can get this crop planted. What kind of risk do we have? Uh, right now, when the, the conditions change and we start getting this uh, crop in the ground, um, I'm not sure uh, where the market's going to head, but I don't, I don't think there's a, a lot built in right now, um, short of some change here in the next couple of weeks. Well, Rob, we've covered kind of, well, quite a territory here this morning in this podcast. Uh, any final comments or anything you want to make sure that we, we think about? Yeah, just, you know... Be safe. Um, this is a busy time of year, no different than harvest, and sometimes we push ourselves to the extreme, and, and all I ask is for our producers to uh, be as patient as they can. I know it's hard to do that, but be patient, be safe, uh, make sure you're, you're, you're doing things the right way and not, not cutting corners, and, and there's just a lot of accidents that can happen out there, whether it be on the road or in the field, and uh, just ask our producers to uh, be aware of those things and, and be cautious, but uh, be be safe and uh, good luck to all of our producers as we hopefully get this crop in the ground. So, Bag Country Farm Credit Services Vice President of Insurance and Commodity Marketing, Rob Froning. If you have any questions about a financial topic, we'd love to hear from you. You can send Ag Country a message on Facebook, uh, give them a message on Twitter, or you can submit your question to the website using www.agcountry.com. For Ag Country Farm Credit Services and the Red River Farm Network, I'm Randy Conan.